and welcome back to Reflect Forward. I'm your host, Carrie Siggins. I hope you're having a great day. I'm very excited that you're here today. So today I'd like to talk about not taking things so personally. I was once told that taking things personally is one of the most selfish things a person can do. And this statement really stuck with me for a while. And I found myself sharing it quite often. And so I decided wait a minute, I better actually see how personally I take things. So I started paying more attention and I found out to my dismay that I did take things personally far more often than I wanted to admit. I also found that when I did, I felt bad about myself. I felt bad about other people. I felt bad about the situation. I felt bad about everything. Yuck, not what I wanted. So after suffering a bit longer, I decided it was time to stop taking things so damn personally. So here's what I did. First of all, my husband is a complete smart aleck and he's constantly making wisecracks. And I usually find it funny, but not always. Sometimes I get mad at him. Sometimes I'm like, quit being mean to me. And he's like, well, honey, I love you. Why are you taking it so personally? So I took it as, I started taking it as teasing and actually laughed with him rather than taking it as him trying to make a point. When a coworker didn't smile back at me, I told myself that he must be having a bad day rather than he was mad at me or was upset about something or didn't like what I did or didn't like me. When a friend called to cancel a happy hour, I believed her reason instead of assuming that she was blowing me off or that she was what my son calls BBD me, bigger, better dealing me. When I got feedback from my board on my sometimes argumentative communication style, I told myself how lucky I was to have a board who cared enough to help me see how my actions were impacting them and might be impacting the organizations rather than getting upset with them for not seeing my point. And when someone didn't like my idea, I stopped getting my feelings hurt. I told myself that I needed to vet my idea more, that I needed to work on my delivery, that I needed to be really clear. And rather than take it personally when someone said, no, that's not a good idea or I'm not on board, um, not take it as them being dismissive or thinking that I'm stupid or something along those lines. And so do you know what happened when I stopped taking things so personally? My life dramatically improved. Every time I put a positive spin on my perception of a situation or of a conversation, I relaxed. I also found that it was easier for me to be accountable for my actions. I became more open to hearing and considering different opinions. I became less attached to my own ideas, which is a really good thing. And it was easier for people to talk to me and give me feedback, which is something that's really important to me. I want to be approachable. Overall, I was happier. And I think I even became more likable, which if you listen to my last advice from a CEO, I talked about likability, but I do know that I liked myself a whole lot better. So I would like to encourage you to stop thinking, taking things so personally too. Like we're living in a time where we just want to get offended about everything. We want to blame, we want to deflect, and we want to get upset when we perceive that someone is doing wrong by us. But I think that if you stop taking things so personally, you'll find that your life improves too. And not only that, you'll be able to improve the lives of everyone around you. You'll be happier. And with you being happier, the world will be happier. And we all know the world can use more happiness. 
So here are my five tips for not taking things so personally. Number one, don't make people's rudeness, grumpiness, curtness, etc. about you. Whatever is going on is going on with them. Smiley and internally wish them well and then move on. Consider all feedback to be constructive. The more you get, the better you'll be, even if the feedback doesn't feel valid. And I know sometimes it can feel like that's not true, but if you actually sit with it and consider it, you will probably see that there is some truth to it, especially if it stings. So then make modifications when necessary, apologize if you need to, but don't take it personally. Instead, be grateful for it. It's just an opportunity to learn and get better and improve. And that is what we're here on earth to do, right? Just try to get better every single day. Number three, don't expect people to read your minds. No one is a mind reader and it's very frustrating to be expected to read minds. It's really important to get what's in your head out of your mouth in a way that people can actually hear you. If you do expect people to read your mind, you will be sorely disappointed. Face it, we are not psychic. At least most of us aren't. Maybe there are a few out there. So there's no point in expecting people to know what's going on inside of you. Instead, always be honest about how you're feeling and what you're thinking. Candidness matters. Number four, don't make assumptions. Oh my gosh, we humans are so good at telling stories. But the truth is, you don't really know what is going on inside people's heads. You don't really know what they're thinking and feeling. So just don't assume. Plus, incorrect assumptions lead to undue suffering. Why is that? How many times have you made the assumption that you know what's going on and that person has to be mad at you or you did something wrong and so you sit there and you stress about it and you stress about it and then when you finally have the courage to ask, you find out that it has absolutely nothing to do with you and you just suffered that whole time. If you don't know, ask. Even if you think you know, ask. Seek to understand. It's one of my favorite scenes. Seek to understand. Your life will be better for it. And finally, number five, tell yourself a different story. So sure, it's easy to sit there and say, I look at the world through my individual lens and this is the way that it is. But we all have deeply rooted biases and personality types that influence the color and texture and feel of that lens that we see the world through. Our lenses are shaped by our parents, our family, our friends, our communities, and by our experiences. How each of us sees the world is very personal and very different. And that's what makes the human being species so amazing. But it's also our biggest downfall. We fall into the trap to thinking that our thoughts and feelings are the truth. I am right and they are wrong. Even people who are highly self-aware find it difficult to break outside of their own way of thinking. None of us really know the truth. I think that's important. We don't really know the truth. We can only see and feel our own truths. And those truths might be flat out wrong. So if you're taking something personally, recognize that you are telling yourself a story. And it's just that, a story. And there's a good chance that it's wrong. So why not tell a different story? One that doesn't involve turning angels into demons because we are so good at doing that. Look, not taking things personally takes effort and persistence, but it is worth it. You'll be much happier and feel much better about yourself when you are able to easily let stuff just slide off of your back. You'll be more open-minded and better able to take feedback when you let other people have their own opinions without becoming defensive or protective. Life is better when you turn your story from a negative one into a positive one. 
All right, that's my tip for today. Now on to my question. Okay, so question of the episode. It comes from a person on LinkedIn who says, I'm a new manager and I am really struggling with delegating. How do I go about doing this effectively in a way that doesn't make me feel so awkward? And it was quite interesting. I was actually just having a conversation with one of my new managers recently, and he said the same thing. I hate delegating. Delegating makes me feel like I'm copying out and it makes me feel like I'm pushing my work off on to my teammates who used to be my peers. So we talked about what makes effective delegation. And here are my thoughts on it. One, to be a good manager, you have to do it. You should always be asking yourself, should I be managing this or doing it? And if the answer is managing it and you're doing it, then that's a great task to be able to delegate. Secondly, delegation needs to have guidelines, boundaries, expectations. So you can't just say, here, take on this project. You need to say, here's why I would like you to take on this project. Here's why it's important. Here are the timelines. Here are the deliverables. Um, Here are my expectations around this. What do you think? And make sure you always ask that. Get the person's opinion on the project. You might be surprised at what you learn. You also need to always follow up. I think a lot of managers make a mistake of thinking, oh, I delegated, it's going to get done. But you never know if a person is struggling with prioritization or, you know, has a deliverable or an expectation that is misunderstood. Uh, And sometimes people just need to be checked in on. So follow up is really important to effective delegation. The other uh, mistake I think managers make is that they don't consider what needs to come off of a person's plate. Now, I'm a big believer that we all can stretch and we get better at doing hard things by doing hard things. And taking on an additional project, an important project, is a great way for an employee to grow. But sometimes people's plates are just overloaded, especially today when we're trying to do so much more with so many fewer resources. So great managers ask their teammates, If you take this on, is there something that needs to come off of your plate? Let's go through the lower priority work and push it out so that you can take this on and be really successful. So those are my tips on delegation. And I think it's really an important skill set to learn as a manager. It's not easy. I just recently made a mistake of delegating and not giving clear boundaries and my team went and did a bunch of work unnecessarily. And I came back, was like, oh, time out, time out. Nope, that was not, that was out of boundaries. Uh, We need to make sure that we've got a different person as part of this conversation to make those kinds of decisions. And even though they totally understood, I realized that I could have been more clear in setting the expectations of, hey, this is what's expected, this is what the deliverables are, and let's not worry about these things until a later date. And that would have been better delegation. Anyway, I hope that that tip helps, and I appreciate you listening today. I look forward to hosting you on the next episode of Reflect Forward. If you like this podcast, please like, subscribe, and rate. I do appreciate it. Have a great day.